Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is the Long Lens Podcast, and on this podcast, we answer questions from my YouTube community, but we also are going to talk about filmmaking and just YouTube in general. So today is a bonus podcast. It's going to be pretty short, but I kind of just wanted to talk about one specific thing, and so I put a poll out in my YouTube community, and the thing that got the most votes was for me to talk about gas or gear acquisition syndrome. So I just wanted to share some of my thoughts on this because this is something that I feel like a lot of people think that I don't struggle with, even though in reality, I actually do. So if you're not familiar with the term gas or gear acquisition syndrome, basically it's the idea that you constantly are wanting to buy new gear and replace your gear all the time in thinking that it's going to help you become a better filmmaker. With filmmakers, I feel like the idea that if we buy the newest and greatest camera, then our films and our videos are gonna just look amazing. And that camera is what's gonna, you know, or that lens or that light is what's gonna bring us to the next level and have us creating better content. But in reality, that's not really the case, at least most of the time. So I feel like a lot of people probably think that I don't deal with gear acquisition syndrome because I use cheaper and older cameras. But the reality is I still deal with gear acquisition syndrome, maybe not to the extent that a lot of people do, but I mean, I'm still always wanting to buy, you know, new microphones and new lights and new lenses and stuff like that. But I'm trying to get better at it and I'm trying to just like lean in to the gear that I have and just try to utilize it as good as I can. I have a couple of notes here that I just wanted to reference. The first one is the whole gear doesn't matter thing. That's a mantra that a lot of YouTubers say, like whether it's in the filmmaking community or not, there's a lot of YouTubers that say gear doesn't matter. And I've talked about this before, but it kind of was a little bit of a disconnect when you see your favorite filmmaker or your favorite YouTuber have thousands and thousands of dollars worth of gear and then they tell you that gear doesn't matter. And the thing is like, it doesn't matter to people who know what they're doing. Like, you know, you take any, you know, seasoned filmmaker, seasoned cinematographer, you give them any camera and a lighting package and they'll probably make something that looks really, really good. The gear probably isn't the most important thing in their mind. It's, you know, the location and how they're gonna rig the gear and stuff like that that they're probably thinking of a lot more. Tends to matter more to people who are first starting out because they have this thought in their head that, okay, better gear means better videos, and that's just not the case. So that's just the first point that I wanted to make is the better you get, the less obsession you're gonna have with gear. I mean, maybe not fully, because I'm sure even people like Peter McKinnon still gets insanely stoked about you know the new cameras that come out. So the next point that I wanted to make was the dopamine rush you get from a new piece of gear doesn't last long, and that's true. I feel like no matter who you are, when you you know, click add to cart and you click purchase and you're watching the tracking number and waiting for that new piece of gear to get here. Then it finally gets here and you use it for a week. And then it's like, huh, this is only marginally better than what I had before. And that whole dopamine rush that you got from like buying it and getting it and trying it out, it kind of goes away pretty quickly. And I think like a lot of people can relate to that when they buy something new and they think that it's going to change their life. And really it, it's just a piece of gear that maybe it helps you get something done a little bit faster, but ultimately, unless you really find yourself needing it, you're probably not going to have that dopamine rush for very long. And that brings me to my next point, which is 
buy right or buy twice. Spend good money on things that won't be replaced quickly. And I think I just kind of covered that with my MacBook Pro. Like I probably won't replace this MacBook for, you know, a good two or three years. The new M1s are, you know, becoming more and more budget friendly. So it would almost make sense to upgrade into an M1 Mac right now. But in reality, this is doing everything that I needed to do. Because I use older cameras, I don't need something that can cut through 8K raw because I'm not shooting that. Like I'm shooting 8-bit 4K footage, nothing super hard to handle. And this 2019 MacBook Pro works absolutely fine. So yeah, just keep that in mind. Like if you're gonna make big purchases, make sure that it's on something that you're not gonna replace in like a year. And if you are, keep it really, really pristine condition so that you can sell it and recoup some of that money. And the last point that I wanted to make was creating good looking things with modest gear is really rewarding. That's one of the things that I think help with my gear acquisition syndrome is when I make stuff that I'm really stoked on with my EM1 Mark II and 12 to 40 and my relatively cheap little Godox ML60 light and my Comica audio gear, and it looks and sounds really good. I'm stoked on that. That's like a really satisfying thing when I know that I can like make something that looks good even though I'm not using the latest and greatest gear. Sometimes when you have all of that great gear, it's almost expected, right? Like if I was shooting with a red weapon with a bunch of the nicest glass you could imagine and the most expensive lighting package, if it looked bad, then that would reflect really poorly on me. Like that would say that like, okay, you're like Nigel's really not that good at this whole filmmaking cinematography thing. But I feel like, when you have cheaper stuff, and I mentioned this in another podcast episode, I get really stoked when I see really good looking stuff produced with really budget friendly gear because that reflects on the filmmaker and not so much the gear itself. Whenever I see something that like amazingly lit and the camera movement is great and like everything about it just looks really, really good. And then I go into the description and it says, this was filmed with an A6000. I'm like, man, that's awesome. That cinematographer, that filmmaker, like they are really good at what they do. And I just feel like that's a rewarding thing too when you know, you do that, like you create something that you're really stoked on and it's with gear that basically anyone can get their hands on. So yeah, that's how I kind of fight gear acquisition syndrome or fight gas. And hopefully those talking points that I mentioned were maybe something that you needed to hear and hopefully a little bit encouraging. So anyways, that's all I really have for this podcast. I thank you so much for tuning in. I'm still really new to this whole podcast thing, but I'm having a lot of fun with it. If you'd like to get some more content, again, you can check out my Patreon and that'll be in the show notes below. Yeah, thanks so much for listening. I'll catch you next time for our Q&A episode. Later.